I always wanted to do graduate work. After my father was murdered, my capacity to study really shrunk. When she was a teenager, Margot van Sleitman's world was shattered by the loss of her father. Life partially ended for me. She turned to poetry to cope with the grief. Many years later, she wrote about her experience through a master's degree and developed a new way for others to overcome trauma. This is Go the Distance, a podcast from Athabasca University. The world is rethinking education, and distance learning has become a major part of the conversation. To some people, it may seem new and strange, but it's been going on for a long time, creating opportunities and transforming lives. This series will share stories from one of the world's leaders in distance and online education for the past 50 years, Athabasca University, right here in Canada. We hope it can inspire you to start your own path to education. How far will education take you? Margot was born in South America. My family is from Guyana. Guyana's in my bones. I love it. (laughs) I love it. I've been back. Inspires a lot of my poetry to this very day. When she was seven years old, her family moved to Canada, settling in Toronto. One of my really important memories are the libraries in this country. They were just magical and fantastic places to be. So, yeah, I spent a lot of time there. Her mother ran a home daycare, and her father worked in the menswear department at the Hudson's Bay Company. But then one spring day in 1978, Margot's world changed forever. On Easter Monday, uh, March 27, 1978, my father, Theodore, went in to work on his day off. He went in to get ready for a Bay Day sale, and he wasn't there but uh, a great length of time before he was murdered in a Brinks robbery. I was 16 when it happened. Mommy was upstairs for a bit. I was downstairs with some of the kids playing school. And um, we had like a little playroom. So I heard a knock on the door of the playroom. I opened the door and there were two very tall people standing there. And I said, who are you? What are you doing in our home? They said that they were police officers and they had some very bad news. This is what came from my mouth. I said, "Um, is my dad okay? Was he in a car accident? And they said, no, he was killed today in a robbery. And everything changed from that second. Lost and not knowing how to go on, at just 16 years old, Margot decided to leave home. And I left home mainly because it was really difficult. My mom was in so much pain. We were all in so much pain. I left so that I could think and write and walk. And that's when she turned to poetry. She's since become an accomplished poet. She's won awards, and she recently was nominated to be the Poet Laureate for Ontario. When she was in her mid-40s, someone from her past saw her poetry and decided to reach out. At that time, I was living in Calgary, Alberta, when that email came to me. And I was waiting for an email 
for confirmation for a retreat that I was going to facilitate. And then I looked at it. What it actually was was a donation. And then I looked at it really closely and I realized it's from one of Daddy's three murderers. And um, I chose to respond. It was kind of, um, it was intense. Margot decided to meet him. From the time that my father was murdered, I wanted to meet the three men who murdered him. And I wanted to meet them because I wanted to look at them and say, do you know what you did? Why did you do that? Even though I love philosophy and poetry, I didn't realize the complexities of the answers that um, can come. For a while, they kept up a relationship. It was a positive thing for quite a while. I um, Every so often we would give a talk together. And I mean, I supported him in his journey and his life. Ultimately, it didn't last. Margot says the last straw was when they were supposed to do a talk together at a conference, and the man acted like he didn't know her. Throughout this time, Margot had been thinking of pursuing grad school. She ended up enrolling in a Master's of Arts in Integrated Studies at Athabasca University. I learned something called autoethnography. So that's writing your own story. And I thought, hmm, I do see a bit of um, a piece missing in restorative justice, which is victim voice. I think I'd like to do this thing on restorative justice, but I want to use autoethnography. So for her thesis, she wrote about her father's murder and meeting one of the killers. And she relied on the experience to create a new form of restorative justice that's led by victims, which she called Sabona. So Sabona, in its simplest, it's a Zulu greeting. In a broader, perhaps deeper manner means, I see you. I see our shared humanity. Now, that shared humanity is not simply addressing how nice you are and how nice I am. It addresses the complexity, the paradox that makes us up as human beings. For the past few years, Sabona has been a sought-after method for restorative justice. Margot is a regular keynote speaker at many events, and her work has helped a lot of people. We are resilient, and we can thrive when we have community, whether it's creating the community, um, being that community, And Sabona has helped a lot of people, I have been told, because they don't have to worry about forgiving. Forgiving can also seem like if I forgive you, then I'm doing this to you. If I'm forgiven by you, then I can be free. But we are always free. We're always in Sabona. We're always in shared humanity. For Margot... Being able to use her journey as a tool to help others heal, that's what gives her purpose. The fact that I was invited to write that paper, and now it's being used, Sabona, a new model of restorative justice, is injecting another point of view, another way to be able to help each other, to deal with the complexities and the hard work that Sabona entails, gives me joy and joy and joy. I will always hurt about not having my father. I'm a grandmother. He will not know my four grandkids. But I mean, I guess he does. There. That's my other truth. 
I, I have a lot of happiness in me. I have a lot of gratitude in me. Go the Distance is a podcast from Athabasca University. AU, Canada's online university, has been a leader in online and distance learning for more than 50 years. For more information, go to AthabascaU.ca. Thank you to our guest, Margot Van Sleitman. This show is produced by Antica. Our producer is Sheena Rossiter. Our senior producer is Kevin Sexton. Stuart Cox is the president of Antica. On the next episode... I was a cross-country skier on the Canadian national team, and I represented Canada at two Olympics. You can still be very focused on your sport now, and that's that's what you're dedicating your life to, but there will be a time when you're not going to be competing anymore. Your body can only do this for so long. To hear more about how online learning is transforming lives and communities, you can listen to the whole series right now, wherever you get your podcasts.